Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Are you struggling to set yourself apart in the real estate sea of sameness? Do you struggle to decide where to market, how to market, or what to put into your marketing to help you stand out? It's probably because your brand isn't dialed in. A great brand involves a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline, friends. That's because people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. Our friends at Brandface can help you define, develop, and display your personal brand so you can stand out, outmarket, and outsell your competition. It is time to unveil your inner star. Head to powerbrandtraining.com and check out their free training video. Again, powerbrandtraining.com. That's all one word powerbrandtraining.com. Check out their free training video. It will be worth your time. The amazing Aviva Sonnenreich was our special guest in a recent webinar that was so informative that we wanted to share it with our podcast listeners. Aviva is a commercial real estate agent who grew her TikTok audience from zero to over 1 million followers. Listen in to hear her thoughts, ideas, tips, shortcuts for creating content to get the highest engagement and grow a massive following of opportunity. Uh, so welcome, welcome to this uh, this kind of one-off webinar where we are bringing in Aviva. I think obviously you all know why you're here uh, and I'm excited to ask her a lot of questions because she comes from the commercial real estate world, which is completely different uh, especially in the social media world, and and but we're gonna we're gonna relate it back. And I was just telling Aviva offline that all of my commercial real estate friends, like most of them, aren't even on social media. So you are truly an anomaly, and you're smart because you're clearly taking advantage of what the gray hairs will call them in your business haven't figured out yet. They don't they don't know how to do it. And I, so I'm actually Aviva in the mortgage business, and I kind of have that same advantage, if you will. Mortgage is more advanced than commercial real estate, but not as advanced as, as residential real estate. And it's a lot of very old school mindsets on marketing. And, uh, you know, we, I intend to get some answers out of you today to break, break that, uh, that myth that any industry can crush it on social media. So let's start with this. Uh, why don't you give us an introduction, kind of who you are. They already know you're in commercial real estate, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what led you to where you are in business? And then I'll ask you some questions about what led you to where you are in social. Thank you, Jeff. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me and hanging out. I'm very excited to connect with you all. My name's Aviva. I'm here in Denver, Colorado. I have a company called The Warehouse Hotline, which is a warehouse exclusive commercial real estate brokerage. I transact everything uh, commercially, but I prefer to transact warehousing only, which led to this uh, brokerage that I now own and it owns me. Uh, yeah. I also saw a huge opportunity when it came to uh, commercial real estate online when a friend like literally shook me and was like, you have no competition in commercial real estate. Why aren't you 
talking about it on the internet and a light bulb went off and that was about what, two years What year ago. was this? Two years ago. Okay, got it. I, I had a previous career in the music industry and I really feel like everything I learned marketing and music is, well, I was able to apply it to real estate and so few people were doing those marketing techniques that it, it worked and continues to work. Um, and so it was kind of this perfect storm of finding this industry. Commercial real estate's a very famously gate-kept industry. It's a lot of older gentlemen who run it. And as a result, it's created a lot of opportunity for those who just want to think differently. And so I think I'm so over, you know, I I, I look up to those in residential who have found uh, techniques to use digital marketing to get leads. And, and I'm, I work on that every single day in commercial, but I think commercial real estate is so behind you, you couldn't even imagine. Like, I, I think we've probably reached like one or 2% of our capabilities using the internet in commercial real estate. So I'm and, excited. And as far as, as far as you're concerned, let's keep it that way. Right. <laughs> I honestly, it's like, I, 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 it's like, I told you, I, I don't keep any secrets because so many, so many people, you know, there's so many brokers who are baby boomers and they built these brokerages and they built their uh, client books with no social media. And so they feel and believe that this is uh, social media isn't necessary to do so. And as a young broker, I disagree. And, and, and am us, uh, totally positioned, not positioned, but I'm determined to prove that. You will. You will. I love it. So uh, tell me this. When did you get into commercial real estate? Uh, and what were you, were you doing music immediately before you got in? Sure. Um, I got into commercial probably seven or so years ago. Okay. Hey, Tristan. Just, just keep talking. He'll, he'll, okay. he'll, just, he'll I, just slide right in. <laughs> I got into commercial about seven years ago. Um, there was a bit of an overlap with the music career, but it was more of a transition. And then when COVID hit, it was uh, the music career ended. And then I had like this need for a creative outlet. And I just went head first into TikTok and really any other platform that I found made, made it easier to get as many, uh, you know, I'm always chasing the algorithm. Where can we find the best views? You can't get too comfortable because today is not tomorrow. And uh, who knows what the it's going to look like a week from today. But uh, just obsessing over learning the algorithms and, and ultimately what will bring the highest uh, return for the least amount of work, to be entirely honest with you. Had you, had you, and I, I want to get into this, but I just, I always like to ask some background questions first before I get like to get to know people when, sure. when it is related to music, do you feel like there was an advantage from the musical background, especially over to TikTok? Because TikTok really exploded with music. I mean, think about all the artists that really exploded their careers as a result of TikTok. And you say as of COVID music was a retreat, but why, you know, I mean, why didn't you look at it as an opportunity to go all in on, on TikTok there? I mean, granted, I'm, I'm sure you're glad that you did, but. Sure. I, I had heard rumblings that TikTok was going to be the next thing. 
like everybody in the music industry was saying it. This is even before the pandemic. People were talking and it was musically, it was TikTok. And it was so many of the right people telling me that it was an absolute no-brainer. You know, I, I you have to look at the history of these platforms. MySpace, hot until Facebook came in. Then Facebook was hot, MySpace died. So we have to look at the history of these apps and realize that Instagram is not going to be the coolest app ever. It, it, it already is fading out. And I have like a hard time with some folks my age being like, guys, like Instagram is not where the party is. Uh, let's go to TikTok, but but there's still uh, that doesn't mean to not post on Instagram. There's still a, a lot of opportunity on a lot of the various um, apps. I did. I am skating around your question about how did I get into commercial real estate, and I wish I had this. My cat. I'm sorry. My cat just had a <laughs> moment there. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I do come from a family who works in commercial real estate. I wish I had this awesome story that I had this, I, you know, a vision. I didn't have a vision. I grew up with this, um, but I would just, and that's a very common story in commercial real estate is uh, uh, this generational situation. But I think the internet is going, is currently changing that and going to change it. And I just want to, I want to help people all over the country and the world learn commercial real estate because it's been so gate kept pretty much for its entire existence. Yeah. Old boys club, right? Literally. Mm -hmm. You're changing. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. But it's the internet is a, an amazing facilitator of change. And I think a lot of industries have a red dot on their foreheads. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. Well, Tristan, welcome. Um, I don't want to hijack this, so I'm going to let you uh, to jump in and, and say hi. What's up, of you? How are you? <laughs> great. It's great to see you. Great to see you too. Thanks for doing this with us. Yeah, I've been big fans of your show. I've like consumed your content for years. So it's I asked great her to, to I asked her to say that before we started. Before we <laughs> That's online, right. I, I got the memo. I got the memo. and I've consumed <laughs> your content, Aviva. So I appreciate what you do. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, so Tristan, all we've, all we've touched on is her background. She's, she's from Good. Denver. She's from Colorado. She's, you know, what, what kind of her upbringing you kind of caught on. So it's time to dive into the strategy and the TikTok. So I'll let you, I'll let you fire away, Tristan. All right. First question for people looking into what you've achieved. It's, it's sometimes it's difficult to look at and say, well, I can do that for some people. It's like, I can't do that. Where, where would somebody start? to at least get the consistency to get something going. Because when you started, you also, besides being consistent, you also had the timing of coming in when it was growing, right? And you did such a great job. So I'm not going to take anything away from you. But where would somebody start right now so that they can get going? Sure. I mean, the, the absolute first place you need to start is in your brain, not to be a total self-help nerd, but I, if you believe you can't do it, you will not do it. And my entire understanding is like, if that, if the person next to me can do it, I can do it. And having that confidence and understanding with myself, then all I have to do is just go make it happen because I'm not, you know, it's a, it's all about the mindset. And we're not different. Even, okay, we might have 
been brought up with different circumstances and we might have different circumstances that uh, make something easier or harder. Regardless, anybody can do it. And it starts with your mindset. The second thing that uh, you would do is head on over to YouTube University hmm. and you're going to Google or you're going to YouTube, which is the same thing. Um, TikTok algorithm, August 2022. And then you're going to learn the TikTok algorithm. And what you're going to notice when you're learning this algorithm is that all the videos are the same. And there's one thing that really, really, well, we'll, we'll say there's two things that really matters. The first thing, the easy thing that really matters is just doing it, literally just doing it, testing it, putting in the work. You know, everybody will say, it's so hard to edit a uh, TikTok. Yeah, if you haven't edited a TikTok before, it is hard. But when you edit 200, it becomes easier. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second thing, and this, this is the nugget. And it applies to not only TikTok, but it applies to all social media platforms. Every platform wants the viewer to stay as long as possible on the platform. So if you're creating content, LinkedIn, for example, if you have a post on LinkedIn that is keeping viewers on that post for a longer time, that metric is accounted for. Like uh, the amount of time that we're watching, we think it's just a scroll, but every step we do is accounted for and added to a data set with these social media platforms. And the reality is, is that the most important metric for any platform right now is watch time. If you can keep the viewers watching you, engaging with you, watching again, you will do well. And, and watch time, there's no, there's no viral for, okay, there are viral formulas, you know, you can say things to make people mad and make them argue in your comments, but ultimately you find a niche, you find something you want to talk about, right? If I didn't like talking about commercial real estate, this would not be a long-term play, but I like what I do. So I'm here to talk about it. If you don't, if you like what you talk about, then you need to figure out a way to keep your viewers engaged for as long as possible. So that was a, a little bit of a rant, but number one, you have to change your mindset to understand that you can do whatever you want to do. And then number two is you need to educate yourself on how algorithms work uh, at the current time. So, so give us, you know, uh, because I'm sure there's people watching this right now that already went to YouTube and have Googled that. Uh, but for those that didn't, because I'm one of them that didn't, uh, tell me, give me a, 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 the cliff notes of what I'm going to find when I, when I search that. Sure. First and foremost, um, watch time that they always leave it to the end of the video, but it's the, the most important thing is watch time. The second thing is, uh, value add content you need there's you have to you have to understand that when you consume content so when i'm on tiktok scrolling what makes me feel like i want to stay on a video what makes me feel like i want to scroll away immediately uh and i think real estate brokers are very funny with this because there's like no mid it's all it's either just very very poorly done content or actually well executed content but um you have to find a way to keep the viewer interested and wh why should they stay? Now with something like real estate, it's generally value add information. So 
my, you know, the way that I get people to stay is by telling secrets about real estate. Uh, and, and, and you have to put your, you know, your mindset needs to be in the consumer's mindset. It's not what's best for me. Brokers do this thing. I call it TBC, terrible broker content, where they'll just post the properties they sold or the listing. And it's like the, the property you sold brings me no value as the consumer and therefore I don't retain or care about what you're posting. So you need to post content that is in the favor of the listener instead of yourself. Mm -hmm. Two, another big thing is with all these tech apps, with, with everything from Google, which I want to talk about, uh, Google to TikTok, absolutely every big tech app, when they roll out new features, they push them because they want people using them. So a great example would be when TikTok dropped the stitches. Uh, stitches were getting way better visibility than just the average post. Or in a real-time example right now, TikTok has just rolled out stories, very similar to Instagram stories. So as a result, I'm always making sure I have a story on my TikTok to feed the algorithm because I know with this new feature, this is what they want us to be doing. Love so, it. yeah, so the three big things, watch time, valuable or entertaining content that plays to the viewer's needs, and then trying new tech because they are always pushing them out. Aviva, and do you... Do you take time to research what you're going to post or is it just like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Let's go. What does that look like? Preparation. Sure. I have honestly found that I'll research, I'll find the stats, you know, boring stuff online. I have found when I just like another huge, huge key is just authenticity being yourself, being what's true to you. You cannot fake that on screen and people can tell. And so when I, when I make my content, a lot of it are just, it's uh, something I'm dealing with uh, at the current time. You know, there's a lot of confidentiality in real estate. So you would never talk about your clients ever in real time, specifically poorly ever on any social media platform. Um, but to answer your question, I find that mostly it's just I the experiences that I have in my business on the field, that's when the content really comes through the best. And it has what I have found the best reaction from the viewers, as opposed to me sitting down and I, I don't find as good of uh, results when I try, literally when I try too hard. So, but but that's also taken years of practice like i specifically on tiktok i was on tiktok for the entire pandemic just figuring it out and and i watched you <laughs> and the, the reality is is it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic it doesn't matter uh if if you're in, it, you have to put in the work like you can't post 10 social media posts and expect a result you can't post a hundred social media posts and expect a result. And that's why I say you have to authentically enjoy what you're talking about because social media is a long game, just like real estate, just like residential and commercial real estate. These are long games. And if you're in it for the long haul, which 
I, I am because I know the best result is when I play the long game, uh, you get the results, but it is not an overnight thing. It is not a month course you could take. You can't pay anybody to do it for like for you. Um, it's just, it's true work um, and testing and, and being okay with failing. That's fine. So is there such a thing I'm, as failure though? There really isn't such a thing as failure. It's really, it's failure in your own mind. I think more than anything people, there is no failure. There's just crappy videos or crappy posts, but so what? It's still, it's still outperformed the non-existent one. So um, I love that you said that. And I also love that you said, you know, everybody's going to say there, and I want to ask a follow-up question to this, but you know, when it comes to editing, you know, I don't know how to use the TikTok app, or I don't know how to edit in Viva video, or I don't know how to do any of that stuff, but you didn't know how to walk either when you were born, right? You didn't know how to go to the bathroom and the toilet. You didn't know how to ride a bike before you practice, right? All of these things. And I know that sounds very cliche, but it's, it's true. Stop making excuses that you can't learn how to do this stuff. You learn how to do so many things that you're doing today. Just make it a point to learn how to do it, which leads me to the question of where do you conceive your content? Do you shoot a lot of it on your phone and then upload it natively, or do you shoot it in natively in the app? Okay. Realistically, I shoot it in the app. This is what I do. I shoot it in the app, edit it, and then screen record it. So I have that um, piece of content without the watermark. But what I've just learned recently, and I am testing it in real time, um, it's generally actually better to shoot it outside of the app because the video quality is higher mm -hmm. and then put it into the app. Video quality matters a lot. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to get the nicest camera. It just means you need to figure out how to get the maximum results from yeah. the device you have. It's yeah. not a do or die. This is not an excuse if you have a different phone. It's just you need to maximize what you're working with for your own sake and time. Well, if you don't, if you don't have Apple, we'll judge you. But other than that, it's okay. I mean, it's... <laughs> totally you kidding. will always totally be kidding. judged for that. <laughs> Uh, I, I love it. So, um, and I love that you said that because I was actually thinking that you were going to say you sh shoot all of it in TikTok. I used to, and I actually found it to be clunkier. Uh, in the beginning, I, I enjoyed it and I thought it was an advantage to shoot it in the app, but then I learned how to actually, I got good at editing outside and I realized I was much more efficient. Not to mention when you shoot them in the app, it flips like this backwards. Yeah. And if I shoot it on my camera, it, the same thing, it flips it correctly. And so that was a big thing for me because somebody pointed out, hey, why you're always wearing t-shirts, you're always wearing hats, you're always branding, but it's always backwards. And I'm like, shit, I guess I need to think about that. So I love that you said that. Um, not to mention, if your TikTok gets hacked, if your Instagram gets hacked, if your Facebook gets hacked and you don't get access to it and you're shooting all that content in the app, you're screwed. So yeah. do it outside of it and then you can just post organically everywhere, right? Oh yeah, uh, real quick. A good editor is Viva Video. That's what Tristan and I use. Uh, what about you, Aviva? What What do you use as an editor? No, I, 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 <laughs> I just honestly, it's I. I find if I edit, I mostly do the editing in TikTok, and then we'll okay. do the screen recording. But what I'm testing right now, and it's working, is editing it in the native. For example, YouTube Shorts is popping right now. Like YouTube Shorts is giving it out. We 
go chase that algorithm. I am testing right now, same copy, literally copy paste the words, but native to uh, the app. So it looks like I edited it inside the app, testing that, seeing if it works. But I find all these editors are kind of the same, pretty similar. So it's not real for me. It's not about editing in one. It's just I'm always, always, always testing, literally. And uh, it's like a balance between te testing and making it as efficient as possible and catchy. There's mm -hmm. so, yeah. So you can also, so this is for the video editor person who asked the question. I think it's Holly. Holly, um, you can also take a look at some of Jeff's Instagram videos. Our team edits those and and then he uploads those he usually records in batches too so those are professionally edited and if you ever need help with that um, just reach out to us we have something for you there but really all you need is what aviva is saying you really only need this right you really just need to use it more and get used to editing on your own um jeff only does that because he batches things together and it saves him time right so Mm -hmm. uh, I, well, and, and frankly, it was it was it was clunkier. It took me more time to create what I now create. Out. You just learn. And that's the same thing like riding that bike. Right. You learn to do different tricks on the bike. You learn how to switch the gears by practicing. And and I, you just learn, like, how can I create the most amount of content? Because we're big. Uh, we're big advocates of you should be posting a video a day and maybe more. And the, you know, but to do that, you can't, it can't take me two hours to create one 60 second video. I got to be banging them out, cranking them out. I did 19 last night for the record. Um, but that's what you have to be doing. And, and, um, and so that, that's always our advice is, and we would, I would suggest that to you too, Aviva, because, and, and I want to get to kind of the, the viral piece of this is you, you know, you clearly are doing this uh, right. Uh, there's, there's no question. I mean, you're crushing Tristan and I uh, with with, with uh, in terms of followers and likes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for you, the thing I would ask is, are you maximizing the other platforms because of the way you're doing it? Like Instagram Reels is also crushing it right now. Uh, and so you have opportunity with all of these platforms and the more the more organic that you can post them to each place, uh, because to me, when you said that, I almost cringed a little bit. I was like, oh God, you're editing in TikTok and then and then screen grabbing it. Oh man, that's so inefficient. Um, but you know what? what? Whatever works. Like there's no one way to do this. Uh, so I, I love that you said that. Um, hey, I, I will be the first to tell you that I definitely could be more efficient. I definitely need an assistant and I am working on it. So I, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's always, a, everything's a process. And in real estate, you're your own broker, you're your own uh, marketing company, you know, you're, you're all the hats and I need to get better. And I'm actively working on putting hats on other people. So. Yep. And I, and I see, I, I see Michael had a question and, and Brian did answer that, Michael. That's, that's correct with the way Brian described that. Thank you, Brian, for doing that. Um, so let's talk strategy. I mean, you know, we, you know, every, everybody, if you follow me, you know, that I'm kind of picking on real estate all of the time and I'm, and I'm in the industry, but I pick on it by saying, stop talking about real estate. Oh my God, you're boring your audience. It's why you're not going anywhere. You have to get more authentic. So 
you've got a million followers. Clearly people want to follow you. And I've noticed with your content, there's not necessarily a rhyme or reason or a cadence to it. And it's mix and match. It's uh, there's, there's stuff that's very commercially. And then there's very like, here's my cat. Right. Yeah. Or here's the, the a really awesome pool in, in Colorado, like things like that. Uh, what's, what's your strategy? What's my strategy? That's a good or question. Is there one? Is there one? Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So like, there's a old phrase that I learned in my music days that when you're putting out content, you want 80% to be uh, personality branding and 20% to be sales. And I do think that still stands every touch point you have with a potential client or uh, should not be a hundred percent sales. Like that is an ugly marketing tactic that does not work. So when it comes to my TikTok, I'm very not, I really try to avoid sales at all costs, just because I understand that me selling commercial real estate on TikTok probably won't get the best reacher, uh, just the nature of how TikTok is. But if I can, um, Inter, like sprinkle in little pieces of my life that hopefully have some type of real estate focus, then people can get to know me better than just the real estate facts. And, and I have, although I'm all commercial, I do talk about residential because I've noticed that it'll help more. The reality is it will help more people. So I try to talk a lot about commercial and residential. We'll say that's my 80%. And then my 20% is sprinkling my personality in there and cool trips I'm going to because I like showcasing properties. And um, it's just my opportunity to tell people I'm not a sterile commercial real estate robot, but rather a human on the other side. So I like that. Uh, you know what? It just shows that spontaneity also works with where people overthink things. They think that, well, yeah. I, mean, I have to have everything outlined. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to plan this out for two weeks, for a month, for I, I need the title. Um, no, I think it's just it all comes down to consistency. Oh, yeah. Oh, my like undoubtedly best post ever, uh, just like most viral, most views. It, the, it took me less than a minute to make just because it was so simple. It, and I didn't think about it. I just, oh, this is Kim Kardashian's house. Like everybody likes talking about Kim, record it, eight seconds, send it off. And it was like, whoa. And, you know, I could take a lesson on that. Like stop overthinking it. Just, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, be, be a little more spontaneous and uh, watch watch what happens. It's all about testing. Unless, unless, right. Like, unless your spontaneity doesn't work for you and you have to script it out and that works for you, that's okay. But it's all about testing every different way to get there and then seeing what the result is. You might and miss then, opportunity if you don't have that spontaneity though. That's, that's the thing I would advise to people. Even if you are scripted, you still need to be on the ready. Always have your camera on the ready kind of thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. What was the so, Kim Kardashian one? What did you do? She had this, um, she has this like full-blown 
multiple property play place for her kids on her property. Mm -hmm. And I just was like in front of a picture of it. And it was like, Kim Kardashian has a play place for kids the size of my house. And it was cool. People, I mean, <laughs> here's a here's a whole tactic that I learned in the music industry, which is culture hacking. I know if I put up a video and Kim's face is right here, people love her. People like to look at her. People like to learn about her. And so I knew that if I post videos with the Kardashians on their real estate, it will do better than or or even somebody that's just really topical at that moment. So culture hack, uh, who's really topical right now? Andrew Tate. If I could get something about Andrew Tate right now in his real estate, that would probably be a yeah. good culture hack. And Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp a couple months ago. Oh, huge. Oh, mm -hmm. my. yeah. Yeah, that was ongoing. That was for months. That would have been a great culture hack. So. It's, and it really uh, was a simple video. So Tristan, it's pinned to the top of hers because that was one of the first ones I watched. Uh, and it's really simple. It's a simple video. It's, it's, um, it, it, it's, it, that's how easy it can be. Now with that though, everybody that we, that we always talk to that has done really well with TikTok always has like that defining moment. Like there was that takeoff point. Do you know what that was for you? Like what, what, what caused you to be like, holy shit, this is really taking off. Um, there was this one video that I found to be higher, like more converting overall more, you know, it would convert more, but I would say just like before TikTok infiltrated our culture over the last two years, like virality barely existed. Like it wasn't this thing where you would post to Instagram and there was any form of an opportunity to go viral. Same thing with Facebook. Even YouTube, you had to really, really, really put in the work. And, you know, I was literally digging in the dirt for our band on all those platforms going nowhere. And then I saw TikTok. It's like, oh, I could post to TikTok and 100,000 or even 10,000 people could see it. Like, this is an opportunity that did not exist prior to, I mean, it, it had existed, right? Facebook did have that virality. Instagram did have that virality, but they shut it off and then they took in the ad revenue. Mm -hmm. And TikTok has started this new thing and we're starting to see it on all the platforms where it's opening back up virality. So to me, it was seeing how many views you could get even at the very beginning comparatively um, because it was a different time. And now you can go viral on Pinterest. You can go viral on Facebook paid fan pages. You can go viral on YouTube with YouTube shorts. You can go viral with Instagram reels. You can go viral with TikTok. Two years ago, it was just TikTok. So that was, and then I had one video that I found to be extremely highly converting, which is interesting. Which so. was what? I talk about tax liens with the county assessor. And I've noticed it's just this instructional video that people have to watch a few times to understand what's going on. And I probably got five or 600,000 followers from that one, posting it a couple of wow. times. It's never, it's not a bad thing to repost your content. Actually, I think it's quite the opposite. I think it's a shame to not repost your content. Also true. A disservice for, yeah. Repost. 
only or remake as well? If you have a content piece that's doing really well, sure, remake it. But why remake it if you could just repost it? Mm -hmm. All right, here's another one. I'm giving you guys all the good stuff. Another good TikTok nugget is whatever, you know, you do need to find a niche. It's very hard to build a following if you don't have any type of niche. Say your niche is mortgages. Okay. Or and that that's what you do uh, for all intents and purposes, Jeff. Obviously, we're right here. Yeah. Um, very boring, very boring topic. Go on. Correct. But what I would do if I was just starting out in TikTok talking about mortgages, is I'd get on the app and I would search mortgages. And then I'm going to find the highest performing videos in the last week, in the last six weeks. In the last year, there's no real, you know, these time frames are time frames are arbitrary. But what isn't arbitrary is seeing what works. See what mortgage videos are producing the highest return in terms of views, engagement, and then recreate those and see what happens. Uh, that's a really well. It's a strategy that works really well. Is seeing what works in your niche and then recreating it. So, yeah, that'll that'll keep you busy for a, a little bit. <laughs> I like that. I took notes on that. Um, what would you say po- reposting a post that did well? How? What's what? What time difference between both? Or time lapse? Man, uh, a month, six weeks, six months. It's um like I posted that one video on the tax liens, and it did really well the first time. And then I reposted it again and it exploded Mm. and it had like, I got like 300,000 followers under overnight. And it was like, Whoa, I posted this already and didn't get that performance. And then I just, I I think I was at a wedding and I was like, huh, I kind of want to repost something download repost boom. So I, and I should repost more, um, it's was was there something though that caused you to say this I feel this one I mean what because usually like like London London Lazarson told us like repost your viral stuff it might go viral again right but in this case you're the opposite you said I didn't perform that well the first time and I just had a premonition to post it again what was that premonition well no it, it had done well you there's you can tell um you know, like on TikTok, it maybe had a, you know, I'll, I'll post floppers and get a couple hundred or a couple thousand views. That's fine. Generally, I don't repost those. It's then when I'm getting 50,000 views, 100,000 views. It's like, okay, we have something here. And, and that doesn't mean you have to wait until you have 50,000 views to repost something. It just means tailor it to your page and scale it accordingly. Mm-hmm. So so it's obvious the better performing videos you'll know those are the ones that I always suggest to recycle. And better performing is relative to your account. If you've got 500 followers and a good performing video is 5000 that that that's great, right? So don't judge yourself based on Aviva because you're never going to get yourself out of you out of your own way because you're, you know. Yeah. Good. I'm thinking Tristan, to look Tristan at this, wants to show uh, something. 9.6 million uh right here this uh what is this tax facts let's click that's on this the one. that's the that's one. the one you're talking about right because you've got 
644,000 <laughs> likes, 10,000 comments. Um, was this one looks like it was a repost, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't even remove the watermark. Love it. I love yeah. this. I, I, I I'd repost this weekly. <laughs> just this I, is I, amazing. Do you respond to 10,000 comments? How does that work? I want to know. Oh my gosh. If I cared what the comment said, this comment section is truly a work of art against what I'm talking about. But that's also just like a strategy in itself is like agitation content, like get people yeah. mad and watch your stuff explode. So, so like, this is a perfect example of an agitation piece of content. I'm not, it wasn't even intentional. I was just sharing what some people do and um, people went crazy roasting me in the comments. And I think it's funny because did, you, wrong, did you respond to some of these with video? Because that's also great content as well on your part. Oh yeah. Hey, I, I always find that on TikTok responding to a comment with a video is helpful. It's that's another thing like re this respond to a comment uh, feature is a TikTok feature and they push out their own features more than if I were to not. So this is crazy. I love this. Um, this is great. Great job on this because I'm loving this one. Oh, that's it's uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, if, if you guys go go watch her content, like just go down this rabbit hole, spend 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. And here's what you're going to find. Like. It doesn't have to be the highest quality of, of, of editing and, and creativity. And I mean, you're, you can tell, like, I can see this one where your your stories, I mean, you're just sitting on the couch. Here's my cat. Like I said, I mean, it's just, there's, that's how simplistic this can potentially be and where everybody, I mean, all, all 80 people that are sitting here and the other ones over on, on social or everybody overthinks stuff. It's got to be perfect. My hair has got to be just right. I have to sound just right. I have to be perfect. And it does not have to be. I mean, you're a great, great example of that. Now, have you uh, gotten business from this? Oh yeah. And, and I want to just say something really quick Please. about, you know, I, this is something I learned when I was cold calling for real estate. When you sit down to cold call for real estate, you have a, the, the timer begins and you only have an hour, right? Of your, um, of like you, what am I saying? You only have an hour to- Time blocked? Time blocked emotionally to sit down and cold call. So you have mm -hmm. to make your cold calling as efficient as possible. So I'm not Googling people's names and getting lost in their family lineages. I need their names, their phone numbers so I can just pound it out. It's the same thing with content. I have an hour block to make content today. If I spend all this time on my hair uh, and making sure I look perfect, I'm just running the clock and I can't focus on what I need to be focusing on. So it, so I've, uh, I've always been when it came to beauty, you know, with women specifically right now, it's hair, makeup, sexy, and it's like. I don't have time for this. Like, I'm going to give you who I am. And it, and it works because authenticity trumps uh, of doing my hair and makeup. I'm never going to do 
I'm never yeah. going to be the sexy influencer. I'm going to be the real estate influencer. And right. nobody cares about my makeup. So I don't think there's many people watching that want to do business with tits and ass. We, we might want to watch it. There might be some people on there that want to watch it, but believe me, I have, I have daughters and I, and I, they're one of them. They both do really well. they perform better than I do because they're attractive girls that do videos in their bikinis. And I'm like, damn it, you're cheating. Stop it. Not to mention, I just don't want to see that. But back to the business, uh, you know, there's this old saying in residential real estate, you want to become the mayor of your town where uh, you, you know, prior to the internet, you bought the billboards, you bought the bus stops, you bought the the carts at the grocery store and that you became the mayor of your town by literally just marketing your name where people were that's all changed and so the re where, you know where are people now they're on the social media apps and so uh essentially putting out so much content because these apps are geolocal which means when they push out the content it starts close to you and then it goes out and so my strategy has been less call me, call me if you want to buy a warehouse, because I hate that. And more, here's warehouse facts. I'm going to literally repeat them here until somebody in your sphere needs a warehouse, and then you're going to call me. And That's so. Good. That's very, Ian's got a great question. On average, how long should your post be? Video length. Okay. Ian, great question. And Let's refer back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, watch time. So the shorter of a video you make, the easier a longer watch time is going to be, right? If I make a 10 second video and watch time is 60%, that means people have been staying around for six seconds. If I make a minute video, watch time, a 60 second watch time on a minute is like 35 seconds. It is really hard to keep somebody around for 35 seconds. I can't, I even have a hard time doing that. So the shorter the videos, and you'll notice my videos are short. I get straight to the point, straight to the answer why. The shorter the, the video, the higher the odds that you can have a higher watch time. And, and that's why with TikTok and just short form video content, in my opinion, just cut out the frills. There, there shouldn't now be, there should never be, uh, hi, my name's Aviva. I'm a commercial real estate broker mm -hmm. in Denver. Here's my fact. You have lost everybody already. Mm -hmm. Happy to happy Tuesday. <laughs> that's is that's Tuesday another one. It is Tuesday, actually. Happy so, Tuesday. And, and that's because as view, consumers, we're inherently selfish. We don't care who you are. We don't care what you do. We want to watch this content that keeps us entertained or we're going to scroll immediately. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. I, I will say this too, and, and Tristan, I'd like your opinion from from what that answer is spot on. But what is your goal? And that's what I think you have to define. If your goal is virality, then that is what you want to pay attention to. But if your goal is to stay true to what you want your message to be, ignore the statistics. It doesn't really matter because even if you're getting three hundred views. Uh, but you're getting shares, you're getting comments and engagement, you're connecting with people, right? That arguably could be more valuable for your wallet and your business than getting a million views on a video. And I'm sure Aviva can attest to this. The videos that, well, except for that tax one, like the Kim Kardashian has nothing to do with business. 
but she's hacking the algorithm, hacking the, the, the attention of her audience to gain more attention, right? And that can lead to opportunity. So you got to understand the purpose behind it. But generally speaking, I mean, it, you want to keep people. And if you do 15 second videos and they watch for six seconds, you did better than that same six seconds on a minute, which is exactly what you described. That's the point. Uh, so just, you got to figure out what you want to be or how you want to do it. I recommend a combination of both because it's really hard to educate people in 15 seconds effectively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, it's a it's borderline impossible. For, yeah. But it's just for me, it's just just keep doing it, keep cranking it out and try to engage with people. And even it's like the biggest thing is just piquing people's interest. Like at the beginning of this, I met people who didn't know you could buy a property and rent it out and make money on it. Whereas I grew up in a household that that's all that we talked about for generations. So it's like, oh, I can just say like, this is you can work in commercial real estate. This could be a revenue source to people who never knew it even existed. That's mm -hmm. the best part of it because you're right. You're not, you're never going to learn commercial real estate on my TikTok. Like you're never going to learn what you need to learn to transact commercial real estate truly from my TikTok because you can't, I can't portray that. It's way too in depth, but I might be able to, if I can give one person like I said, pique their interest to their dive into commercial real estate. That's when the goods uh, start to happen. And that's when yeah. people, and it just goes back to what we we're talking about video editing. You just have to put in the work. You just have to put your head down and do it. Right. Uh, you know, with, and real estate is such a complex industry. There's so many ways to get a deal done. Uh, I, I don't know as much about on the lending side, but you have to put in the work and put in the hours and literally grind to figure out the best way to solve uh, the, your goal. So it's the same theory applies to all the different, but be it social media, be it your day-to-day -day work relationships, but. So what are you focusing on for the next, for the second half of this year when it comes to social media? Sure. YouTube right now, YouTube shorts are really cool and I am watching them and I'm playing. I'm like in the very beginning testing stages with YouTube shorts, um, TikTok still, and then figuring out some more long form like you guys, cause you all crush it. And I need to do what things that you are doing. And I look up to you. So <laughs> I mean, can can you share some of your followers with us, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's a. You know what, Jeff? We should duet her more, like no her shit. her viral videos. Right. We should that's totally duet those. Everyone, go grab her viral videos and just duet them. Just point at her, and you'll get some love. Well, and, and Aviva mentioned, like, use the use the features that the, the platforms are pushing and Instagram is pushing remixing, TikTok pushes duetting. You do that kind of stuff. First of all, they're super simple to make. Second of all, you might just grab some followers just because you did something. You don't have to say anything. You're just reacting to what she's saying. And yeah, I mean, it's uh, Tristan's been preaching this for about the last 30 days and it's been working really well for him. Amazing. It's smart. Yeah. Really smart. yeah. I just texted the team and be like, hey, do me a favor, guys. 
this is my, my internal team. I'm like, grab Aviva's viral videos, send them over to me. I'm going to do at them. <laughs> I'm going to space them out, but I'm going to do at them because, you know, they already have love. Please, right? please so, do it. That'll just yeah. get you more yeah. views and followers. That's right. That's but right. it'll help me too. And then I'm going to duet Tristan's duet. And I'll, I'll trio at your duet of my duet. Maybe then I'll come in and do it again. All right. That'll be fun. What would be, as we, as we get to the hour, what would be, I mean, you, you got, you got some really great nuggets one of the things that I, that I took just, just to share with the audience today was, you know, so I do a lot of mashup videos and I use Gary V and David Goggins and Warren Buffett and things like that. But one thing I don't do is I don't thumbnail them behind me which you should be thumbnailing essentially, which just means you're choosing the cover photo, right? TikTok, Instagram reel, same thing. Uh, but I, I haven't done a good job of that. I love that. And, and that, that alone probably grabs tons of views because they see Kardashian. If you see Gary V, you think, oh shit, Jess with Gary V. That's really cool. I'm going to watch this. Um, that's smart. What would be your best parting advice that you could give our audience today as they aspire to be like Aviva? Oh, geez. Um, just my number one piece of advice is uh, do what you like to do and be yourself. Because if you are not yourself, it's going to be very obvious and people don't really like to consume this inauthentic being. And uh, you, in order, because social media is such a long-term play, you have to like and love what you're talking about because it is not a long-term, it's not realistic long-term if you don't like it, what you're discussing. So, and then always focus on watch time. Always try to figure out how to get your watch time up. Mm -hmm. Which no which matter. really does mean create shorter form content that will help your, that will Mix it up, case. mix it up. That's why I love yeah. to hear, you know what, that's what I don't do, Aviva. I need to shoot like seven second, 10 second videos that are that get to the point fast. Boom, 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 boom. All right, good. Uh, I love that. Um, yeah. Last question for you: Where do you go to get thumbnails? Um, where do you how, where do you make your thumbnails? Do you make them on your by yourself? Or? Well, well, thumbnails in TikTok you make in the it's just a cover thing. It's a cover, uh, no. or if I make them, it's in Canva. Canva. Perfect. I'm a big template person, so. Uh, Templates are an amazing way. I use templates to just uh, streamline a lot of my business and Canva templates make it really easy. I love it. I have one, one last question. Will you come back? Cause we got more questions. You want to do this again? I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I need a coffee. Yes. Let's do it again. All right. Perfect. Perfect. You know what? That's and you know one. what? The next time we do a live event, we're going to invite you to come too. So um, good stuff. Aviva, uh, I, thank you so much for being on today. It. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that was on the back end as well. Thank you for being here. This is recorded. Uh, it will be, it's, well, it's already on Drunk on Social's Facebook page. It will be on our YouTube channel. Uh, so go check it out a second time if you need to gain, to get those nuggets that you missed. So thank you, Eva. Thanks everybody. Thank you guys so much. I'm just typing in the chat. If anybody has questions, I didn't answer DM me. I really oh, appreciate y'all reaching out. And DM you where? DM you where? Instagram. There you go. I put it up again. Real estate source. Yes. My dog go, is a fan too, apparently. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll talk very soon. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 